0: Guys, it's WrestleMania week, and you know what that means. It means we get this little crossover between BTC 2.0 and Mat Men Podcast. That being said, this week I talked to Daniel Warren Johnson about his new comic, Out From Image, this June, called Do A Powerbomb. That's right, it's a wrestling-related comic. Check it out. Hey guys, welcome to the show, a friend of the show, Daniel Warren Johnson. Daniel, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, man? I am not too bad. Uh, last year, I had you on during WrestleMania season. This year, listen, I wanted to reach out, have you on again during WrestleMania season. Uh, I know you're a huge wrestling fan. I think everybody does. And um, and to the point, you have a new comic coming out soon called Do a Powerbomb. I do. Please talk to me about it.
1: Yeah, so um, I've been a wrestling fan since 2018, which is not a long time, I know. And in the scope of wrestling fans, I feel like Every wrestling fan that I meet has been a fan of wrestling since they could like walk. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to it late, but um, it has provided me with a ton of inspiration uh, and excitement and just joy and all that good stuff Um, and just a new thing to get into. Um, And, you know, I write and draw all my own stories uh, when it comes to my comics. So I'm always looking for like that new thing that I can kind of explore and tell a story about or get have a story be influenced by heavily and pro wrestling was that thing for do a powerbomb i'm just a huge fan of all things wrestling uh japanese wrestling and then which led to american wrestling later on um and uh yeah do a powerbomb is just kind of like a love letter to pro wrestling and then just trying to tie in my own approach to storytelling and characters uh within that context it's been a blast to work on There's a a supernatural aspect to the story, too, right? Yeah. Um, Elevator Pitch is a necromancer, comes uh, from another dimension who just happens to be a huge pro wrestling fan that um, may or may not have the ability to bring a loved one back from the dead for someone who may or may not win a pro wrestling tournament. So that's kind of the vibe. Uh, It's a little bit like Dragon Ball Z, you know, the kind of silly over the top kung fu action mixed with. The Wrestler, the movie by Aronofsky, which is like really heavy and like, you know,
0: super depressing. Is like, yeah, it's dealing with a lot, you know, but I'm, I'm yeah. trying
1: to mix those two in tonality. We'll see if I can pull it off.
0: Uh, I think you will, man. I'm, I'm very much <laughs> looking forward to it. Uh, it's, it it's, it's being put out by Image,
1: right? Yes. Image Central. Yeah. Um, comes out June 15th. Oh, awesome
0: i'll be sure to blast it when that comes out i'll get like all the all the social channels on it um now as a fan this is my nerd boy question Mm, little little or no zero crossover with murder falcon (laughs) so Hmm. uh murder falcon
1: is actually a skybound property i partnered with skybound to make murder Falcon. oh okay so he can show up in the background like you know watching the matches every once in a while yeah i can't (laughs) i can't do a crossover because i don't technically own murder falcon (laughs)
0: Wow! So you can't do a full blown like no. you know during the necromancy, Murder Falcon shows up. <laughs>
1: Trust me, nothing would make me happier than to have Murder Falcon be a pro wrestler that shows up in a tournament. That would be the best, but uh, oh I couldn't God. do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to do another similar character and call him like Kill Eagle or some shit like that. <laughs> know, yeah, right. Kill
1: Eagle with a blue headband.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of like uh, like when um, I think Image did Blood Wolf. You know, which was like the blatant lobo ripoff. Oh, yep. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm I'm very excited for the book. I know you work in you pepper in a lot of pro wrestling into your stuff, and uh, the crossover section of friends that love comics and wrestling, like we were going bananas when uh, I I forget what issue of Beta Ray Beta Ray Bill it was, but you had Beta Ray Bill do a friggin' Rainmaker clothesline. <laughs> Ridiculous. And, yep
1: and a small package pump handle pile driver onto uh the top of a church steeple
0: uh, <laughs> uh, so good so good and no, nobody at marvel was like it was like what is this
1: <laughs> well you know like one thing about drawing wrestling moves mm-hmm. in comics is like you do need a fair amount of real estate like yeah. just to set everything up to make sure that people understand it so um there's like in the scripts for the last issue of beta ray bill i was like i know nobody might understand this but uh we're gonna do a small package pump pump handle pile driver (laughs) in this tease two pages and i linked to a gif uh of it (laughs) happening of uh i think of shingo doing like made in japan on on osprey and uh, my editor in the notes is like, this looks really cool. I'm looking forward to reading this.
0: Oh, fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> he had no like idea,
1: you. like the context or he's like, that looks cool. Oh, let's do it.
0: It's funny because I feel like when you show stuff like that, especially those gifts of like New Japan to like people who don't know anything about wrestling, it's almost like they'll turn around and be like, what am I looking at right now? <laughs> like, yep. What is this? Uh, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, so it's WrestleMania season. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the state of pro wrestling, not so much WWE. You know, uh, before we started the show, you were saying like you're not really looking forward to the show this year.
1: I mean, I'm not. I, I, I uh, I do look when the WWE does something great, I am the first one to say it's great. Um, I am really hurt, and I know this is nothing new to be hurt by the uh, WWE, but. The Walter name change. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, like g- 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 <laughs> I don't even want to say the name out loud. <laughs> I'm so bad about it. He was my favorite wrestler on their roster of the entire roster. And uh, I'm just so sad about it. And, you know, and like you can hear the crowds like they don't like it either. And it's just it's like kind of like watching a really talented person like have to fight against the tide when they like just shouldn't have to um and it makes me really sad so there's <laughs> that has nothing to do with mania i get that but like yeah uh, i it still it's just like kind of this is how i feel about the whole kind of vibe is right now
0: i do uh, think that's the trend though with a lot of guys in wwe where you know the fans obviously want these guys to succeed but it just seems like they're taking wheels off the car by doing something like this. <laughs> yeah. i know yeah you
1: see a car rolling with like with the wheels like or the, the tires like ripped up and it's still going on the metal. That's a little bit how I feel, how that's going.
0: Yeah, it's almost um, like I guess he'll get to where he needs to go, but, but maybe.
1: My favorite one of my favorite matches, uh, last year I was uh Walter Dragunov 2. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like, it's just like it was one of my favorite matches. That was the last takeover, right? Before they yeah to
0: 2.0 i think so yeah and that was a hard-hitting match too
1: that was an incredibly hard-hitting match and uh yeah it's just one of my favorites i've watched it a million times and actually has been a um kind of inspiration for like some of the fight scenes that happened Do a powerbomb
0: <laughs> oh right on right yeah. on uh so i know you're a huge AEW fan yes um we've talked about this uh numerous occasions are you excited for the potential of Cody showing up at Wrestlemania
1: well I think it's really funny that Cody for like the longest time was like I'm not going to turn heel I'm not going to turn heel I'm, I'm just never going to happen and <laughs> he goes over it goes to WWE which is like the meta hugest heel turn in the, like all of wrestling right now um, at least for AEW fans uh, I mean am I excited <sighs> I'm looking I hope he gets a big reaction like I want him to succeed I think he's a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, I would have really I wanted there to be some build. I was surprised that we weren't seeing him on Raw. I guess they they they're going to he's going to debut at Mania, right? Like that's got to happen.
0: I would assume so. I think they're going to they're going to do I want to say it was 2017 or 2018 when the Hardys did that cold debut also and okay. that, like tag team turmoil. And nobody, nobody, quote unquote, knew the Hardys were showing up. But then their music hit, and the crowd—it was like one of the greatest WrestleMania crowd reactions. I think, I think it's gonna happen. And I want to kind of piggyback on what you said, where it's an interesting thing where this guy, Cody Rhodes, was like, "Hey, I'm done with corporate wrestling. Like, uh, there's no corporate wrestling in my blood." But he's also like a very interesting character in the respect that he really knows how to work a crowd. He does. You know, so this could be a lot of like weird and interesting going forward. Um, But it's also like, I feel like to me personally, I'm like, this is kind of like a dent in that AEW roster because I really did look forward to like all the Cody stuff. I feel like I'm in the minority there, though.
1: I I actually, well, when it comes to me or not, because I Mm -hmm. loved everything, almost everything Cody did in AEW. Um, And every time he would do a promo, I it was so interesting because like people yeah. were like turning on him for like which I feel is like not really any good reasons. Uh, the whole Anthony Agogo thing, I guess, but that never really bothered me a ton. Yeah, and I guess people wanted him to not go over, but like I'm like, it's Anthony Agogo. Like let's build him up a little bit. It's no big deal. And it wasn't even his call. So I I always really liked everything that he said, and I loved him pushing back against the crowd and refute like airing it out like i'm not turning heel and just like saying it with such honesty and like passion that you just don't really see you don't really mm-hmm. see a um a wrestler like that so blatantly like pushing against like of their own volition pushing right. against the tide like that it's was really cool to
0: see and i kind of admire him for it i think i think he broke the fourth wall in a very interesting way you know it wasn't it wasn't tongue in cheek. I think the way like wrestling works, you know, it was very, it was like almost like an honest thing where he was like, you know what? I'm a smart dude. I'm going to, if I go out there and say this, this is exactly how people are going to react. You know? And yeah. I think that started with, I want to say like a year and a half ago where he, there were booze peppered into the crowd. I believe they were in Georgia and he was getting booed in his home state, you know? So he, something must've clicked. And he's like, this is the trajectory for me now.
1: Yeah it's interesting i wish him nothing but the best and uh, i'll be checking out mania uh i'll be i'll be having it on in the background for the whole weekend and uh, i'll be looking for him to show up and i'll be there for him so
0: oh same here dude uh so this is this is interesting too because a year ago when last time i talked to you about wrestling it was a far cry from what we have now in a day right <laughs> yeah. so i want you to walk me like tell me who are your favorites like what do you love about the show and what don't you love about the show now?
1: Okay, so I went to All Out, um, and when the uh, Lucha Brothers won the tag team titles, I cried. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a great match. It was incredible to be there live. Um, Where were you sitting? I was sitting, gosh, I was, I was uh, you know, like how it's like a big, it's like kind of like a big football shape. I was, like, right over here, and the stage is right here. So so you were close. I was pretty close, yeah. Um, We, um, I was, and I was, like, into it for the whole show, Mm. and, like, went, because I think Eddie and Miro was the first match on the official card, right? I think so. Man, I was screaming at Bryce, like, (laughs) because Bryce was the ref, and he Uh. was just being an idiot, you know, like, which, of course, isn't storyline, but I was, like, I was so into it, I was jumping up and down. And uh, when Minoru Suzuki came out, I was losing my mind. I was like, "This hard cam better be on me because I'm doing a dance." I was so pumped. Um,
0: Yeah, I feel like you must have gone completely (laughs) apeshit.
1: I was so excited, and you know, it wasn't just like. Because, you know we did see Minoru suzuki moxley in early 2020 right in new beginnings i think so um yeah. before the crowds of course went away and mm-hmm. the pandemic happened but just seeing him walk out there was also and all those people there and like the energy it was just a little bit like you know the pandemic wasn't over but it's like we're moving forward we're yeah there's there's forward progress here with pro wrestling with life you know so it was a little bit of a reflection of that too and one of the best nights of my life, all out uh, 2021. And then, of course, Danielson and Cole showing up at the end. And I don't think I, I don't know if it's been done before, because I honestly can't remember. But Kenny Omega did a one wing angel to cage. Was it off the top rope or was it the middle rope? I think it was the middle rope. Okay. Okay. Has he, do- he's done that before, right? Did he do that with a Bushi once?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's definitely done that before. I think he's okay. even done a top rope one. And I want to say the top rope one could have been Okada. I'm not a hundred percent on okay. that.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not good at remembering that kind of stuff. I may have not yeah, even same seen thing. it because if I was watching wrestling in 2018, you know, there's a lot of Kenny Omega before 2018. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh like ok- the Okada epicness i i watched all those matches mm-hmm. but i can't remember anyway it was a great <laughs> match and uh, that was my only like thing that i didn't love about it was i kind of knew like there's no way cage is going over right right, was, right right it's like it was no big deal they had no they had no choice and then like uh when they were in queens uh oh, i can't i can't remember what it was called was it called grand slam
0: yes i believe so and you were sending me pictures. And yeah, I was yeah, so yeah. jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's funny uh, that we, we missed, we totally missed each other in Chicago because we went to that show. And I feel like it was just like such a weird time that, like, yeah. you know, it was like, ah, I, like, I kind of, I knew you were in the building because I asked you that ahead of time. We were sitting right by when Moxie came out. Oh, so, like when he, as soon as he came out, like, you can see my lumpy head on the rerun just yelling, not like, honestly, complete gibberish. Cause I was so excited. I was just like, ah, I think, I think I told him he was a cool dude. That's I was awesome. like, oh, I think you're like, you're a cool dude. And I took my hat off or some, some dumb shit like that. And my wife was like, What are you, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a phenomenal show. And the, and like my wife was there and uh, my co-host Andrew's wife was there and they very much do not, they're not a fans of wrestling specifically, you know, but they do love a good hangout. And I think like my wife came away from that and was like, yeah, that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, it was like going to all out was like going to, and you're a heavy metal fan. I'm a heavy metal fan. It was like going to like a really well put together festival, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like matches go.
1: Yep. Yeah, you know. I totally agree. And then as far as like low points, I mean, well, other high points are just Danielson's Ron Danielson versus Kingston. Mm-hmm. I thought Kingston and Jericho on the last pay-per-view Revolution was amazing. Might be oh, my yeah. favorite match of the year so far. Um, like in all of wrestling, um I love seeing Top Flight come out and do their thing. That's so exciting mm-hmm. when Ray Phoenix's elbow popped out. I cried again, but in a bad way. I was so upset. I like came into my, my wife was like already in bed after the show ended. I came in blubbering like, he's going to lose his arm. And my wife's like, you need to chill out. I'm like, I need to donate to his GoFundMe. It's like, he doesn't even have a GoFundMe yet. And he did because he's like, he's going to be okay. But an AEW is taking care of him. But I was so upset. Uh, and that, but that's like, of course, nobody's fault. That's not AEW's fault. My... Biggest kind of frustration with AEW right now is the TBS championship. Like I wish nothing but the best for Jade Cargill. But like, I just don't, I I get that she's a rating straw, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. are you championship material right now? I just don't, I don't know. I don't see it right now. I don't don't know how you feel about her, but.
0: I think it's a slow burn. You know what I mean? Where like she, there's a lot about her that is such a positive sure. that it it's it's okay that she's not maybe not the best in the ring. You know what I mean? Okay. Like she's a mom, I think she may be a veteran. I'm not 100% sure about that last part, but you know, she does like a lot of positive empowerment stuff. She has she looks ridiculous, you know, she like does, she does
1: she has the look for sure.
0: Yeah, like she looks like like storm came to life, you know like a, like a Jim Lee storm or something, you know what I mean? Like just like real, yeah. real. Jacked. I, I,
1: and I don't like dislike her as a wrestler or mm. even as like a character or anything like that. I just want the TBS championship to be on somebody else right now. Uh,
0: who would you like to see it on? Who'd you like to see it on?
1: Ty Connie. I think I'd really like to see, I think she's awesome. I think she's underrated. Yeah. Um, maybe I, I know that they're doing something different with Statlander right now. I think Statlander could have it 100%. Um, and, you know, as it, uh, one thing that I mm. uh, is, the main thing is like, you know, uh, the TBS, it's a, it's a title belt. And I feel strongly that these belts should be like defended against people that like really matter. And I feel like to get to these 30, 40 wins, whatever she's at now, yeah, she, they're just kind of feeding her jobbers and it just doesn't feel like any it matters. And because mm. of the storyline and because I know she's a rating straw, like I have trouble that she's gonna lose, like believing that, that there's any stakes, I guess I should say. Yeah. And I just don't care. Uh so that's kind of my thing right now. Um
0: I agree with you. But- I think she should be put into like a like not not so much like a uh like a main event program, but I that yeah, like you need something with a lot more stakes. I feel like if she could have a if she could do an awesome feud with Ruby Riot, that, like, for example, I think I'd be super interested in that. I wouldn't mind yep. seeing Ruby Riot hold that title, you know? Because yep. she's also very marketable.
1: Have you seen any of these? This is a kind of a uh, off, that's related. They're mm. setting up um, her with a lady that's been on Dark a bunch uh, for the, I don't know when it's going ha- to happen. They aired a video package with her last night. Um, she's going to be facing her, her for the TBS championship. I can't remember her name but she has she has
0: some awesome skills. Was it Diamante?
1: Not it's not Diamante, it's uh um I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. It's Lady tough. Pro no,
0: don't don't apologize. I mean like there that Ross, that AW roster right now is deep. huge. It is and like you know we I talk about this a lot where it's not to the point where I don't think it's to the point where it's bloated, where you know, guys are gonna be dropping like flies, but I do think for the TV time they have, yeah, it's not enough time for everybody that they, ha- that they got, it's not, you know, and uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I just will. So, whoever that they, they did this video package, Jade is going to face her, and I think her look and her whole vibe is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I'm really into a wrestler when I want to do fan art of that wrestler and I want to do fan art of this lady and I should know her name. I'll get it eventually. I'm a sure really heel. awesome slam. That just looks great. She does a lot of submission holds. You know, I'm pretty sure she did like mixed martial arts legit before wrestling. Um, it,
0: it's not Layla Hirsch, right?
1: No, it's not Hirsch. I love Layla Hirsch though. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, you know what? I think I do know who you're talking about and it's also going to pop into my head. Like yeah. I bet it's going <laughs> to pop into my head when this is over. I guarantee it. Um, so, like, I want to I wanna talk to you about that, like, that deep roster. So, you know, as a fan, a self-professed fan who started watching in 2018, does the CM Punk stuff do anything for you? Like, currently? Yeah, like, the current AEW CM Punk, like, the return, the matches, the build, his promos. You know, what do you make of that? Because you weren't watching WWE when he was... Like I, not in his prime, but when he was there for like years. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I was just when he was when the last dance or the first dance, whatever was happening at the United Center. Yeah. Went, once those tickets went on sale, I just bought a bunch because I was like they're twenty five bucks, and I was in the nosebleeds. Mm. And man, what a moment! It was so amazing. Uh, I his pro his promo was incredible and. You know, I didn't have much of a connection with CM Punk before or a knowledge of the history, but I Mm. knew how important it was. And I had watched the Pipe Bomb promo and I had, like, done my research. And um, it was really special. It was special to be there, special to be in that building. And that kind of hooked me in. And I really like him as a performer. I love him as a talker. Uh, I think he brings out the best in the roster. And everybody that he goes through is just elevated and what what more can you ask for it's just every time he comes out i'm never upset i also need to learn that song on guitar
0: cult of personality that's a great riff oh it's the one of the all-time greatest riffs i think they i think those guys owe cm punk a lot for i think they do not so much like a resurgence of their career but now it's like wow you know nobody's gonna forget the song now at least for Mm -hmm. like at least until cm punk retires that song is going to be on constant loop. You know, it's one of the greatest themes I think, uh, of possibly of all time. I think in wrestling. And I got the
1: name Marina Shafir.
0: Yes, that's uh, Roderick Strong's wife from uh, NXT.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: You popped in. Yeah, she does have an MMA background. She was one of the uh, she was one of the quote unquote four horsewomen. Uh, uh, along okay. with like Ronda Rousey and uh, I want to say Yessmin Duke and um, Shayna Baszler. Okay, they were like the four horsewomen of the MMA, and they never did anything with that in WWE. So that was a kind of a shame. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, it's very strange how wrestling works sometimes. Uh, so right. who who are your favorites on this AW roster right now? On this giant roster that we have? Oh, uh, let's see, I love Danielson.
1: Um I love this Regal Danielson Moxley team up thing. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. It's just so cool. Uh it's the perfect amount of like legit pro wrestling with like like that real like street violence vibe. It's just they mm. are they everything just works so well together. Um I do love the Hangman. I love um gosh, there's so many people uh i like everybody really um <laughs> um i okay i just need to say this okay sure will, will hobbs yeah i think he is awesome i think he's so talented i love his look and i just need to say one more thing about this his Please. boots make me crazy okay his boots make me absolutely insane why is that okay because they're white he's got white boots right Mm -hmm. with the black stripes on them right and he looks like there looks like they're really tall socks with like a Mm -hmm. like a roman centurion sandal vibe and i just i'm like if they were if the boots were all white it would be perfect if they're all black it's fine but right now it looks like he's wearing socks and i just make it be crazy and i just have to say that that's another low point of AEW for me is Will Hobbs's boots.
0: <laughs> so like aesthetically, you just disagree with with, with his boots. <laughs> I,
1: but like his uh, his like one, his like uh, singlet, yeah. I think looks like with a fire vibe. So cool, looks so good. Um, those boots though, God,
0: I have a theory about that. The, right. My my buddies had a theory about like 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 boots going way back, way back to like like years and years and years ago, where it's like. I think when guys are on the mid card, they're making a certain amount of money and they're like, you know what, this is what I'm going to wear. And that's it. Those are like mid carter boots. When you get to that main event, somebody turns around and they're like, yo, you got to get some dope. (laughs) You got to get some dope boots on. And it's true. You know, like if you look at like, look at Danielson's gear. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, Jill Thompson used to design his gear like how no way yeah like how bananas is that where it was like just like really cool well put together stuff and i appreciate things like that you know if i'm gonna make a gripe like you like you did about will Hobbs' boots and it's a very minor gripe it was very (laughs) very first world wrestling fan problem oh oh
1: 100
0: like this is not the be-all end-all i don't like it when cm punk wears the pants
1: uh um the um like (laughs) the kind of the
0: shorts kind of the long boys like the long boys you know like i'm not a for some reason i'm just like (laughs) i don't know why this is doing for me (laughs) hey
1: that's fair um but yeah and then also of course the lucha brothers i'm not sure what's going to happen with the tag titles but yeah um you know ray is one of my absolute favorites and uh but yeah i i really just i like the whole roster a whole lot there's not nobody that i really dislike i just, mjf i think is just incredible
0: oh like totally like i call it like almost like kayfabe 3.0 where Amazing. he's uh, he's like 98 of the time he's in character yeah you know? and like the dude's promos are completely ridiculous
1: also i love that ftr is kind of like working like baby faces now it just oh, yeah. works so well they're so good at what they do i know I, I i'll never be a pro wrestler and i will never know the depths of like how much work it takes. But like I would like to think I know when something's good. And man are those guys good. They just are so good. Also, the ass boys like working their butts off. <laughs> uh
0: like you remember when they were like on dark?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. they're getting the elevated a bit and like they're still kind of jobbing, mm-hmm. but they look good doing it.
0: They really do. I think they inherited that from their dad, because like their dad was one hell of a jobber. Yeah, like there was a, there was a great interview with Road Dogg and Billy Gunn, uh, from a few quite a few years ago, and they were like, they were basically like a little little behind the curtain kind of thing where they were like, listen, people call us jobbers, and that you know we were professional losers, but if you go into any arena and see a picture of Stone Cold doing a stunner from the Attitude Era, who's he doing that stunner to? He's like it's either me or Billy. So we like they're still there yep on these big posters and on these big banners and it doesn't matter if they win or lose i think that's a big thing with pro wrestling you know like at the end it doesn't really matter but totally some reason it kind of does um
1: also i mean i love so many people who do jobs in AEW. i mean it's uh, everybody's great and nobody gets squashed for no reason
0: Riff garrison and um pillman jr Comes fantastic to mind as, guys. As soon as fantastic
1: started, yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, Griff Garrison I think is going to be a superstar someday.
0: I agree with you. I think Griff Garrison he has that certain something. Uh Dante Martin. Yep. And um Max Caster. Yep. Max Caster for sure. Like he's he's an interesting guy because he's surprisingly like a giant. I say this all the time. He's surprisingly like a giant guy, right? <laughs> he's, he's big. Yeah. And I think when they start elevating the acclaimed and he may break off on his own. They're going to start commenting about that. Like his main event size. Sure. You know, cause I can he's, see that. he's surprisingly a very large person and that roster really runs the gamut of like small guys to like really big guys, you know, mm-hmm. like Archer and Luchasaurus. And it's interesting too, because like you're a big, you're a big Archer fan, right? I am. And uh like, were you a fan of his stuff in new Japan? Like towards the end of his run? Oh Yeah. That's where I
1: really got to know him well, because he was in uh, the 29th G1, right? Yeah. 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 That's kind of where I first saw him, and it was great stuff.
0: Do you want more New Japan AEW?
1: I do. I I I would really Mm. like that, uh, mostly to get AEW people over to New Japan, because I think they need need to uh, get some fresh blood in the New Japan roster.
0: I think once the, once all this stuff is really settled down and travel, like is full blown again, I think we're going to get a lot of that, you know, and a lot of the stuff, I don't know how you feel, but a lot of the stuff that really I enjoyed about New Japan is, uh, it's going to be a weird kind of like, not, not tangent, but to give you a good example, Jay White, Jay White being an AEW, awesome, right, right, really big fan of that. He showed up two times on TV and now he's doing stuff on impact, but listen, there's a lot of wrestling during the week. I don't really watch impact, you know,
1: me neither. And I
0: see the clips and I'm like, "Yo, this is really good stuff that I'm not watching with the stuff with it's Jay White, Chris Bay, the good brothers, and they kicked out Tama Tonga. So now Tama is teaming with Taguchi and Tana. Yeah in new japan so it's very interesting like i feel like that was almost like a throwback to like mid like the mid-teens you Mm -hmm. know where you have tama pre-bullet club so i don't know how you feel about all that stuff (laughs) i mean it's
1: cool you're right there's like so much good wrestling right now and especially now with like mania week like there's some super card happening in in texas tonight where like the winner gets five thousand bucks it's on fight uh, banditos taking on uh, speedball Mike Bailey and I'm like so there mm-hmm. for that um, there's like so much good stuff and you know I will say I have not watched a full New Japan show in many months uh, I,
0: me too me too and it's not you know what I, it's not our fault <laughs> it's no. because like it, it hit an interesting I think when evil won the title <sighs> there was like a dip in my attention span for new Japan and it's not evil's fault, but it was like, they're doing the best they could during the pandemic. And I think without that influx of like the international stars, it really kind of hurt them.
1: Yeah. And I got to say, like when I'm able to watch in, in, in my ski, in the scheme of things that I'm able to take in in a week, mm-hmm. you know, watching new Japan stars, like kill themselves for clap crowds. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And I know everybody's in a different place. The wrestling's still solid, but the atmosphere is such a huge part of that uh, vibe when it comes to every kind of pro wrestling thing. Like I really want that to be a part of it. And I know that that's outside of their control, but really until the clap crowds come back, you know, these matchups, I just don't, they're not really, I can't get excited about them because I know the crowd can't really get into it either. So that's one of the main reasons why I have trouble with it.
0: Yeah. Did you watch Wrestle kingdom? I did. I watched. Which night did you watch? <laughs> uh, I I see, lost I lost my mind because I was like, you know, three nights, like, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, and I didn't watch the Noah stuff. Um, I I could. It's just uh, I I watched the main events, yeah. uh, and they're great. They're so great, Osprey They really are, and Okada and. But when osprey like did that salt off the like this like huge tall pillar and it was like 15 feet in the air yeah and people are just like it i, I couldn't i can't it's not mm. i'm not like blaming anybody i just all right, it, right, right. My, it breaks my brain it makes me upset and i just don't want to watch it <laughs>
0: Well, cause there, you know, there's, there's such a different production. If he did that in the States, you know, they would rest until the crowd simmered down. Yeah. You know? And that would be like a big, big moment, you know? Yes. And like the AEW crowds for the last few weeks have been really on fire. Yeah, they have, you know, like last night during the Derby andrade match when the hardys came out man like everybody jumped out of their chairs you know and that's and like i think we have we know the same mentality here you want to see that happen you want to see that happen as much as possible because it it draws you in you know it really does
1: i also love the crowd um when wheeler yuda started coming back yes against danielson i mean the crowd was so behind him and actually every time danielson would get more offense in the crowd just died down they wanted Wheeler Yuta to win. They're building that guy up, man. Yeah, uh, they are. Do do how do you feel about Wheeler Yuta? I really love him. I think he's a great he's great wrestler. I um, I really want. I was really hoping that Regal would come down and take him into the club. After that match, because I loved this slap a week ago. Um, and I, you know, slow build, slow storyline. I'm all about that. But uh, you know, I want Wheeler in that in that stable now.
0: I think it's gonna yeah. happen. It's gonna happen sooner sooner than later. And it would be cool to see them build like that that foundation. You know, I would have thought, um I think if it wasn't for the Jericho Appreciation Society, Daniel Garcia would have been a great fit. I think that.
1: so too. And I feel like honestly, I feel like after the Eddie Kingston feud stuff is over, I think maybe that might be the next if if I was dreambook. I would definitely have that club go against um, the JAS f- kind of over Daniel Garcia, you know, mm. um, and making a pitch for him and kind of bringing Daniel Garcia back into the fold. Um, that's something that's really, it'll be really exciting to see.
0: Who do you think is going to help out Santana Ortiz and Kingston to even to even the, the battlefield, so to speak?
1: I guess they're going to have to come from the from. Are they going to come from the outside, you think? Or do you think it'll be
0: within the roster? I think it's going to be half and half. Like I've heard a lot of people say it's going to be like a reunification of LAX with Santana and not Santana with um, Homicide of okay. Hernandez, but Homicide, I, Homicide, I'm going to say yes. Cause that would be really cool. You know, he's you know? like a New York stable uh, when that show at Arthur Ashe stadium happened. And as soon as Hom- Homicide came out, like the entire arena went ballistic you know because he's like a hometown guy and it's a smart crowd so as soon as people saw the 187 they went nuts um somebody mentioned today maybe samoa joe and i'm like i kind of
1: like that if samoa joe came out i would lose my mind yeah um because his match with necro butcher was one of the first pro wrestling matches i ever saw ever
0: oh wow okay
1: yeah because um I watched The Wrestler before I was a pro wrestling fan. This is whenever okay. it came out. I don't remember when it came out, but I saw it in the theater. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Necro Butcher is not it? And then I saw some news article that Necro Butcher was an actual wrestling person. And I looked him up and I saw his match with Samoa Joe. And I realized that that's not technically like what pro wrestling elevates itself to be. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But it is pretty insane. Um, yeah. And I was like this the whole time yeah and so Samoa Joe is like one of the early when I think pro wrestler I think Samoa Joe in my head you know because the first it's literally the first one of the first pro wrestlers that I ever saw oh that's super
0: interesting um I the I love the movie The Wrestler I think Aronofsky did such a wonderful job it was on tv the other day and I watched it through and there's there's I think the movie's I want to say 2009 maybe 2011 I'm not 100% sure like I'm a little vague on that yep but I watched it with fresh eyes and was like, yeah, there's so much stuff that's like 100% like backstage wrestling yep. in this movie. And then there's some stuff that's like, eh, you know, like we kind of know better now. The yep. first time I watched that movie, I had the flu and my girlfriend at the time was at a New Year's Eve party and I watched it on New Year's Eve. And I remember I was like, I cried my eyes out the entire movie, and it was like, why am I doing this to myself? It's such a depressing flick, uh, but very good. Um, movie. what are you, uh, what are you looking forward to this weekend if you're gonna check anything out?
1: Um, I'm definitely gonna be checking out Roh's show right on. Um, I, uh, I'm really looking forward to the Young Bucks and Top Flight. Um, mm-hmm. and I am looking forward to um
0: Keith Lee versus hobbs let's see that's tomorrow
1: that's yeah that's gonna be really great i think i i don't know because i i want to watch the uh roh show live oh, i sure cool. that's gonna go over it's gonna conflict with um uh rampage, rampage. yeah so i'll watch rampage at some point this weekend Um, And then I honestly, WrestleMania, you know, I'm going to have it on in the background. I am looking forward to Roman Reigns um, kind of defending the title. And I don't necessarily see him losing it. Do you?
0: I think uh, Roman's going to take the whole thing this weekend. And I do kind of feel like uh, The Rock might show up at some point. So, really yeah i think there's gonna be like some call out at the end of wrestlemania or like some, some some big surprise um i also think that at there's so much stuff going on there's like a gcw there's a blood sport there's a joey janela thing going on there's ring of honor i think i want to say as like a fan the show stealing match of the weekend could possibly be the briscoes versus ftr
1: i agree with you i feel like the briscoes are incredible ftr is incredible mm-hmm. um that whole show looks really great, but I agree with you. I mean, I'm there for anything FTR does, and I've been waiting for that match for a while. Um, I was hoping that they would show up and say you will. That obviously didn't happen with GCW. Um, so here it is, finally uh, happening. Let's do it. I'm ready.
0: Ah, oh, dude, me too. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good weekend, man. Uh, all right. As a comic book writer, artist, and creator, aesthetically. Who does it for you in pro wrestling, in the modern landscape of pro wrestling?
1: Like if almost like I could channel their energy into what I'm doing?
0: If you could channel their energy into what you're doing, or if you're like, wow, like, yo, that outfit is ridiculous. This is kind of inspiring, et cetera, et cetera, Mm. you know, or that moveset or anything dynamic, you know, motion, storytelling,
1: anything there's this mix of like the flashy pro wrestling stuff mixed with like that really like intense kind of MMA vibe. Uh, The person I'm thinking of right now is uh, Malachi Black. You know, like Malachi Black is like, has this really grounded wrestling style, but then every once in a while he'll just like do a moonsault, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Oh, and it's, it fits. It just, it works really well. It's not overdone. kind of like how every once in a while like kenta kobashi would like just do a moonsault and when he did it you were like oh my god someone's gonna die yeah (laughs) Um, but just every once in a while you have these like really grounded guys going up in the air and that's i think that style is like really fun and exciting so malachi black is definitely fits in that category i think danielson doesn't do any high flying at all but um i love seeing danielson He's just so good at making things look so real, yeah. Um, and his cattle mutilation finisher is just so badass.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's it's such a great finisher.
1: And one thing, like, that gets me really excited as a creator is seeing Danielson wait. Remember when that run he was on that run? This is before he took on Omega, Mm. and every single person that he faced, he finished in a different way. Um, yes. I thought that was so fun. And because, mm-hmm. you know, we're I'm so conditioned even now, like, like oh, well, this isn't over because there's not the finishing move, you know. Right. Like, and then right. once you hit the finishing move, it's over. Um, and that build up is really fun to get there. But like, come on, at, at some point you want something different. And Danielson was giving that to me. And as a creator, I want to have that new I want to have a fresh approach every time I bring a, myself to a new project. So trying to emulate that
0: that's an interesting that's an interesting statement because i think obviously with art and writing it could be anything you want but sometimes you lose sight of that you know like especially like progressing is a great example where you can see a finish coming a mile away sometimes but because we're conditioned to it you know the same thing i think with writing and and art and whatever there's phoning it in and keeping it fresh where now i think on the AEW new japan ring of honor side of things it's things could start and end in so many different ways and now it's almost like a friendly competition between the talent to see mm. who can get away with what
1: yeah totally um uh, it's, and it's exciting to see you know and i have uh there's this like stable of artists that my art rep uh felix comic art takes care of you know he deals with all my original art and um commissions things like that but whenever we get together happens less now because of the pandemic and stuff but especially before mm. you know we we'd all be kind of sketching at shows you know we're kind of like showing each other what we're doing and we're all getting we're kind of bouncing off each other and there's this really cool creative energy and it is a little bit of a like this kind of friendly competition of like like come on let's let's kill this you know and yeah felix is like stirring up the pot he's like yeah come on let's go <laughs> <laughs> um and that's uh I think that it's really, it's cool. It's cool to be there uh, in that moment with your peers and just like making cool stuff. And I can only imagine what it's like in wrestling.
0: Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's the bottom line. Like you want to just make cool stuff with your peers and that's it, you know, and that's kind of like heaven on earth, right? Yeah, totally. All right, Daniel, listen, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you can come on whenever you want and uh, please like promo yourself. I know uh, Do a Powerbomb is coming out in June.
1: Uh, yeah so do a powerbomb it's a seven issue mini series that's coming out with image comics if the idea sounds interesting to you please it would be a huge help to me if you went to your local comic book store and asked them to order you a copy of issue one um i'm doing it all on my own uh i'm not getting paid till the book comes out uh it's kind of an intense thing i'm i've jumped off a cliff i've jumped like Seven months ago, so but I'm still falling, and hopefully they'll be, you know, uh, hopefully big, it'll a be all right. Big
0: pile of cash at the bottom. Oh, yeah, a big pile of
1: uh cash bed that will. Um, but yeah, if it just seems exciting to you, please pre-order it. Um, I go live on my YouTube channel uh, every week. It's called Friday with D Dubs. I just it's very laid back. I just draw a little bit, get some work done while people hang out and chat, and uh, you can find me on all of the socials and everything. I'm around. And uh, thanks so much for taking the time to hang out with me, man.
0: Hey, man. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with me. You're, you're a way busier person than I am. <laughs> you know, Cool, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. And again, you're welcome back anytime, dude. Thanks, brother. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Man, what a fun interview. Uh, I'm glad to talk to Daniel about wrestling anytime, any day, any place. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And guys, enjoy the wrestling this weekend. Enjoy all the cool stuff, all the dumb stuff, all the fun stuff, all the stuff that gets your blood going. But don't take it too seriously. I'll see you soon. Later.